Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. my goodness, I am so excited to announce that of merch, it is my 90s fantasy. And I just have to say thank you to my friend, dear, dear friend, Lara, who is the second guest ever of my podcast. We just celebrated one year of the podcast. We now have a lovely website. She helped me help computer. Uh, and uh, so if you want to live your 90s fantasy, we've got mugs, we've got blankets, we've got fanny packs. We're, we're working on a denim jacket. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So go to please don't kick me slash shop and buy some merch, y'all. This week's episode features one of my favorite TikTokers. Her name is Pineapple D on TikTok. We're talking to D. She's amazing. She's from Canada. It's a lot of fun. So let's hop on into it. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm so excited. Um, I, of course, kind of begged you to be on here, so I'm sorry for that. But you know what? We're going to have fun. To my listeners, this is, of course, Please Don't Kick Me Out, the podcast about imposter syndrome. And uh, the lovely voice you're hearing on the other end is Dee. Dee, would you like to give your elevator pitch who you are, what you do, etc.? Hey, hey. Um, well, I'm Dee. Um just a, you know, regular lady. Uh, I Well, in real life, I am basically a travel agent assistant. Uh, I was helping um, a senior travel agent with her, uh, I don't even know what I'm, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm all over it's the okay. place. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so I basically help her with, you know, issuing tickets, uh, making invoices, et cetera. And then because um, of COVID, I got laid off in 2020, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh and then I got, uh, I don't know, I got sucked into the whole TikTok world in mm-hmm. uh, in the spring 2020. And then uh, I met this one guy on TikTok, uh, Patrice Lavoie. I don't know if you've seen him in some of my videos. He has a mustache. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, he discovered me. And then we met up and then uh, I exploded from there. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so here's how I you came onto my FYP. My friend Gunther... Mm-hmm. Um, who is a, in for my listeners, um, he, his name, I think his name's Gun- Gunther Vanderpump Rules or something on TikTok, but yeah. he do what is you. And um, my friend Gunther is a bartender at number one um, in San Diego, which is a gay bar. And uh, I actually just saw him on Saturday and I, I, I put in my Instagram story, like a photo, like a video of him. I was oh. like, oh my God, there's a TikTok famous person here. <laughs> He's like, you bitch. <laughs> but um, but yes, this is how we met TikTok. And I just reached out to you because you had this bubbly personality and I just saw a lot of myself and and you and kind of like the stuff that you you just fully are yourself. And I appreciate that about, I, I really appreciate authentic content. So I'm excited to have you on here today, um, especially as, you know, a new content medium for you, which is in a podcast. <laughs> so, um, yes. but I just, I had a brain fart myself and I've been doing this a whole dang year. Um, so you, uh, you got laid off. I got laid off potato, mm-hmm. potato, whatever. Yeah. And um, I was so vehemently against TikTok. So originally here, let's talk about like, TikTok for a second. But originally sure. I got TikTok because um, my husband was um, underway. The pandemic started. I, you know, I was very naysay. I didn't want to use another platform, get off my lawn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, um, and then I got into a fight with an 11 year old about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, there's there's reasons. We'll get back to that. And I realized I was fighting with an 11 year old child, and I'm a 30 year old woman, and I should not be on this. So I deleted it. And then, of course, my fr- you know your friends think in memes and they think in TikToks. So they're sending yep. you TikToks day in and day out. And um, I didn't like some of the things that TikTok did, and I and mm. I I I've forgiven them for it for some of the stuff, like because they came out and they owned it. Like some of the data stuff was a little breachy. Now we have safer data and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband being in information warfare, he was 
he's like, I'm not supposed to have it. So you're not supposed to have it. So that was a little, (laughs) not good. Mm -hmm. But um, there was uh, uh, the silencing of the Black Lives Matter movement and a few other kinds of movements, whatever their algorithm is, I wasn't here for that. But they have apologized and since then championed a lot more voices of color. Um, And I'm not here for the fact that like, I'm a go in their algorithm. Which I think they've also changed that too. Like, I don't understand how the algorithm works. I don't know some, like if I spend an hour on something, cause it takes me a long time to make some yeah. stuff sometimes I could spend a really long time on it. And then it gets like zero views. But then like, if I don't, and I tell a kid to not call me ma'am, cause it makes mm-hmm. me feel 84 years old, then that is the one that blows up. So I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, no one understands it. It's, it's insane. <laughs> like I'll do, yeah. I'll do a random trend, I'll, do a famous TikTok dance. I'll get nothing. Uh, I spend hours, not hours, but I spend a lot of time on my little music videos. They're so good. I, 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 get, I get nothing. And then I'll do a random, I don't know, three second video and then boom, 10,000 views. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's crazy. And um, I, I, uh, I'm part of the Whisk gang, which is like, we do duets. It's uh, my friends, uh, DJ and Pamela. They're lovely because they found me because I have a Cavalier. So all the Cavaliers on TikTok uh, follow each other. Oh. Um, and uh, it's, it's, the algorithm doesn't like Cavaliers. The oh, algorithm, algorithm likes Corgis. Yeah, they love Corgis. Love corgis. I, I always get Corgis or those big uh, um, white fluffy cloud dogs. I don't know what they're called. Oh yeah. I always get those two dogs. Yeah, what's your, too. okay. Well, for my <laughs> listeners, if you don't have TikTok, this might not make sense, but um, she's Pineapple D on TikTok. But I, we, I do have a question for, for you. Um, yes. and, and I'm just gonna explain to my listeners, if you don't have TikTok, your FYP is content curated for you. It takes from some of the people that you follow and it just figures the algorithm, ever the weirdo, figures out what you like and serves you things. And my FYP is so curated now mm-hmm. that it's uh, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's kind of, sh- what comes up in yours? Oh, I get all kinds of things. I get a lot of um, drag queen content. Ooh, yep, love that. I, uh, I get a lot of... Uh, random anime stuff. I don't watch anime, but I get a lot of funny anime related videos or cosplay stuff, but I love cartoons, like regular mm-hmm. cartoons. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I get a lot of random funny, um, I don't know, like, I don't know how to describe them, but more like the early 2000s kind of funny videos, yes, yeah. you know, like yeah. s- simple physical humor. <laughs> <laughs> that you know it, it's I like it because I get drag content I get Disney content and I love yeah. it and honestly TikTok thank goodness for it for me at least during this um the deployment my husband gone this pandemic mm. it's really it's really done a lot of really great things for people it's got people through a lot of stuff so thank you TikTok yeah. but um I'm glad that it connected us because you seem awesome and um even though um you know America is the uh you know the meth lab that Canada <laughs> to, like, live over yeah um I'm just glad about it, about it. I'm actually originally from Minnesota, so we lived, oh. but I'm but like Rochester, so we weren't that close to Canada. And then okay. I'm not, I've never been to Canada. Okay, well, <sighs> I mean, I, I I'm from Canada. I'm from Montreal, but I never ventured out west, really, like past Ontario. Right. Nope, nope. It's I don't know. It doesn't interest me. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I have no one there. So what do you want? We actually, my husband also, he, my husband was offered um, uh, one of his billets. We chose Hawaii. Okay. One of them was to go to Canada and do some kind of diplomatic thing, hmm. and he wanted to do it. And I was like, mm, winter. Yeah, no, I don't, want, no. I don't want winter back. We gave her away. I don't want her back. Okay, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, winter here is brutal. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm curious, uh, how's Canada doing with like the vaccinations? Uh, well, it depends on what province you're in. I'm in Quebec. So right now they're going, now they're starting to really go full out with the whole rollout and um, it's going by age group. They started with 80 and up, 70 and up. And now um, where I am in Montreal, they started 65 and up. And uh, I forget what the amount of people they vaccinated, but apparently it's uh, going good so far. So I'm just dying for it to be my turn. <laughs> you know, I want to get dressed up. I want to put my best outfit on even if it's at the pharmacy I don't care I'm just gonna sashay my way there and you know (laughs) yeah and then of course we're gonna get into this um the questions and all of that but I mean I'm glad that you it sounds like you're probably about to be getting it um they're opening it up and taking away the tier system here um Mm. and uh at this point they're not even like you don't even have to you have to have a qualifying event but they're not even looking um so I'm vaccinated (laughs) half half um and uh 
and it's it's a it's it's a lot i mean it it's it's definitely exciting when you get it um and now i have my second shot uh i want to say it's april 5th or 6th but okay cool so yeah i'm I'm like i'm looking forward to being fully vaccinated and i really want to go to wilton manors florida which is where my favorite drag queen nicole hallowell is and i want to see her caption that drag queen show live awesome so that's my goal. That's my dream. I already told my husband I'm doing it with my stimmy checks. So, um, and then don't, and to my listeners, don't come for me at all. Like I have been sitting in my house for a whole damn year. Yes. I'm going. And I, yes. I know that getting vaccinated doesn't mean that it's going to stop this transmission, but in, and, and I just, you know, it's, it just helps me feel a little bit more peace of mind while this of virus is, is ripping through things. Absolutely. Okay. So first question Mm-hmm. And again, thank you for coming on. I'm excited. Thank Do you, you feel like you have it all figured out? No. <laughs> <laughs> what figured out? <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm just, uh, you know, playing it uh, day by day, playing it by ear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my thing. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I learned to stop uh, caring so much about other people's mm-hmm. um I don't know, like when you see people post things on Facebook, ranting about a cartoon character that was problematic and now they're not going to use that cartoon character and they go into this whole uh, paragraph of ranting about this fictional character. I'm so, I usually, uh, old me would be all over it and commenting like, oh, you're a loser, get over it. But nowadays I just step away. I'm like, you know what? Just not going to get involved. I don't want to deal with the notifications forget it mm-hmm. <laughs> just move on I learned to just you know look at things and if I'm not you know if I have nothing good to add or if I don't want to get involved in a argument or something I'll just you know move on <laughs> unless yeah. if it's hurting unless if it's hurting someone then I'll you know I'll step in and defend whoever whatever but yeah it's <laughs> well, I, I get what you're saying and and yeah it's kind of I don't know if it comes with age or time or overtime but definitely I think like in kind of going back to that kind of idea of like the curation of your feed mm-hmm. it's like my fyp is a happy place where it's full of yes. drag queens and disney and everyone's happy but then you know old me was very very negative and i come mm-hmm. from a very kind of come from a place of complete positivity i don't like to be a mean girl i hate when people don't like me um which which you know i you can't have everyone like you yeah um, i'm very loud expressive and people either love that or they hate it and I've had to learn to just accept it. Mm-hmm. Like totally. I'm not, everyone's going to love me the way that my husband loves me. And that's okay. <laughs> but it's also a little jarring. I mean, I have a very, like you and I have very similar personalities where I, I don't know, I don't mean to typecast you, but are you an extroverted introvert or just extroverted? I'm not, I don't consider myself extroverted. I mean, usually when I go to a party, I just sit down and you know, <laughs> so stick stick to myself. Unless if I know someone, I always look for the familiar person. Or if there's a dog, I'll just gravitate towards the dog. But yeah, I don't I don't know. People think I'm some crazy expressive person, but I'm actually pretty shy in real life. I mean, like, but I I'm really expressive, and I felt like total imposter syndrome, like getting on TikTok, like doing a TikTok, um, and. Uh, so, I, so it's funny that you that, that that's how you are in real life. But in, for me, meanwhile, I'm intimidating and I scare people and they're like, ah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm Bob the drag queen's impression of Utica. Oh, that's awesome. Cookie, wow, wow. Okay, so let's talk about the actual elephant in the room, which is of course, imposter syndrome. And I'm sure that when this releases, some of your listeners are, some, some of your followers are gonna listen to it. And they might be asking themselves, what is imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome is that feeling of not fitting in and not being able to accept one's accomplishments and looking, mm-hmm. take basically diminishing compliments, things, that kind of thing. And it's yes. a very human emotion as I found over the last year. So I'm gonna ask you the question, do you feel like you fit in or suffer from imposter syndrome? In what ways and what does imposter syndrome mean to you? Um, I guess, for me, it's when you feel like uh, you feel like a poser, or you don't deserve the praise if someone praises you on something or compliments you on something, or you did something that you know to you is not a big deal, but then someone else will say, "Hey, that was great." I'm like, "What do you mean? That sucked," <laughs> you know? And I don't know. I always feel like I'm the dumb one in a group. Like I always have to um, uh, 
not shut myself up, but let's say if someone's having, if we're having a, a group discussion amongst friends and then like, well, what do you think? I'm like, oh, don't ask me. I'm the dumb one. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I always, I always try to like hide <laughs> in the background or um, I don't know. I find the latest uh, example would be TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get so many messages from people saying that, you know, like, oh, uh, I look up to you. You inspire me. You're my role model. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what? Me? <laughs> Why? Or they, the worst is when they say, you're so talented. You're so talented. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not doing anything. I'm using someone else's music, someone else's, I don't know. Yeah, you're just lip syncing. You're yeah, you know? your life over here. No, exactly. I, get, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. It's it, crazy. It <laughs> well, and, it, and, you know, I wish I got, I, I wish I got messages that people inspire me and said, um, children hit on me in my DMs. <laughs> And, um, your dog sucks. Yeah, no, they, but they like, oh my God. they like one guy, one, this child that has a hamster as their photo. Oh um, my God. Oh my. Yeah. I'm sure this, I'm sure I'm going to get a DM from this one. I just ignored it because I was like, Chris Hansen's going to truly ask me to have a seat over there. Like I, I can't be, and I have to, I think that I also look really young and, and so do you, I think. And so people sometimes, plus I have a dog. So it's mm-hmm. like, the funniest, okay, I'll, I'll just say the story. The funniest thing that's ever happened to me was I dressed up as Guy Fieri and I sent my husband like sexy Guy Fieri nudes. Not nude, I wasn't nude, but I was like in a sexy, sexy Guy Fieri like cosplay, right? Oh yeah. And because, because I thought that was hilarious and I sent it to him and he's obviously deployed. And, uh, and I get this message and this kid goes, hey, I'm a kid. And I don't know why, but I think about it and I laugh all of the time. And my friend and I, my friend will text me like, Hey, I'm a kid. Sometimes like when we're, when you, when we see, when we see like a thread somewhere now, she'll yeah. be like, Hey, I'm a kid. Like, meaning like, I, I shouldn't be here. How did this come on my FYP? Like what's happening? Um, and, uh, and I will never forget that. And that is when I knew that I was just meant to be on TikTok in some way, <laughs> shape or form. Cause that's so funny, but yeah, you know, it's, it's hard when people tell you that you're inspiring or you're, um, you're so great. And then you're like, I'm not like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hanging out, trying to live my life. Um, yep. And it, it, it makes it tough to, too, because I think also as women, we're always told to like be humble and like do yeah. your, and like, don't do this and don't tone do it that. down. Right. And um, I've, I've realized that actually like the least I felt imposter syndrome is when I'm truly authentic to myself. Mm. The more I feel it is when I'm in the wrong I'm not, I'm, I look around the room and I'm like, I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. And that is the feeling of imposter syndrome. It's like looking around the room and being like, everyone's smarter than me, more talented than me. Yeah. Um, And I, and I do stuff like that kind of like, I'm like, I don't say I'm the dumb one necessarily, but I make a joke and Silver Learning Center was a uh, place where you could go and get tutoring. Okay. And I had to get tutoring for math. So I just, whenever I say something stupid, I just say, okay, well, don't quote me on that. I went to Sylvan and that's what I say. And I'm like, (laughs) And that tends to make people laugh. So, um, and I think it's, it's funny too, because like, I've been told like, oh, you're really funny. Like you're really easy to talk to. You're really approachable. Like you seem so strong and this, that, and the other. And people are sometimes shocked to hear that. Like, I don't think I'm funny. I mean, I, (laughs) I, I think I'm situationally funny, but I'm not, I could never like do stand up or anything. Oh no, hell no. (laughs) No, that's my worst fear. Yeah. But that's one thing for me, whenever I just say my regular regular things that I say, and it's not with super close friends, just acquaintances, they'll start laughing and say, oh my God, you're so funny. And I'm like, wait, what was so funny about that? It's just how I talk normally, you know? (laughs) So it makes me feel like what's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's weird. And then like, especially, um, uh, I have a more kind of unique name and and so do you, it's not as common. Um, and people remember Bianca. They remember that name. They remember mm-hmm. Diana. They, they remember those names because they're not as common. And so then I just feel stupid because I'm like, I, what was your friend's name? And they're like, Jeff. And it'll go in one ear and out the other yep. with my ADHD brain. And I'll be like, okay, Patrick. And like, I, I don't know why I do it. And so people remember me. Like I fully, on Saturday, I introduced myself to my friend. I, I did, I've known this guy. I've met this guy. It's my, it's my, one of my vet's friends. He was at our table and I fully said, introduce myself as Jason because Jason had just said it, mm-hmm. that his name was Jason. <laughs> and, I, and I was, and then Jason, and, and we all kind of sat there 
and no one noticed I did that. And he said, okay, so you're both named Jason. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And, oh then, and then of course the table just made fun of me and I got gay shamed. Um, so that's something that I kind of want to touch on too. Like, do you feel imposter syndrome maybe in burlesque too? Because like, there's a lot of like performance anxiety with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, cause you're backstage with all these different performers of different calibers and different um, strengths and years of experience. Some have been doing it for 10 years, some are newbies and you know, you, you see them, they, they do all these crazy things like splits and what, and then I go do my thing. I don't even know how to describe what I would do, but it's very drama, you know? I always like yeah. to serve, I serve a lot of face and um, I don't know. And whenever I perform, I know like I feel great on stage, but if I mess up or I made a mistake, I'll think about it all night. And then during the intermission or after the show, people come up to me saying, hey, you did a great job. That was great, fantastic, I love you. And I'm just thinking like, but I messed up there. You didn't see right. that, my right. button didn't come off properly. And uh, yeah, and it's just so hard to just say, to shut up and just say thank you <laughs> and smile. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also, this, this happens in podcasting too. So I've had it happen so many times where people are like, I'm not funny or I'm not interesting. And I'm like, first of all, everyone has a story. Everyone's interesting. Mm -hmm. There's, there's two things I know about in life. You can be interesting and still be a boring person. And then, <laughs> yeah. and, and I can find, I can talk to anyone. So I really have no problem pulling it out of you. Yeah. And, um, cause I'm a chatty Kathy and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with podcasting, when I make mistakes or I slip up or maybe the volumes are weird because I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, I'm low budget. I'm me in a microphone. She mm -hmm. heard me. And I, so I, I, I know when I mess up, but no one sees what you've messed up. Like they don't see it because like the performance was fine to yeah. them and, and, or, or they're coming and tell you the performance is great and they mean it. But all mm -hmm. you can think about is like, oh man, I say the word like a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I see that too. So so I totally get it. And, and it's, it's interesting to, to kind of, as I've talked to creative people and people who like are just, you know, that's kind of what they do, whether it's drag, burlesque, mm -hmm. uh, comedy, it's the same feeling of like you fumble a joke or, and, and, but no one notices just you, you notice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, I like, I like your concept of, of imposter syndrome. I feel like you definitely have it. Me too, huh? Um, <laughs> have a podcast about it. Um, but I love to ask this question. Um, yeah. This question is everyone qualifies and quantifies it differently. So what does success look like to you? And do you feel successful? Um, well, growing up, it was always about, you know, money, having a house, um, best looking interior, best looking lawn, a pool, a car. But um, after having, I've had that in the past, but then things happened where I had to start over, like get rid of it and start over. And um, personally, what I feel is being successful now is just being content and happy with what you have and surrounding yourself with good people. Um, I, I consider myself successful for me because I have the best husband in the world. I have the best little tiny condo that I could possibly imagine that's affordable. I'm not drowning in debt. <laughs> I don't have a lawn. I don't have a lawn to worry about. I don't have to take care of the snow. I got condo fees for that. So it's all good. Mm -hmm. And um, I have the best friends I could ever ask for. I, I don't have any family drama. I'm perfectly right now I'm perfectly content um even though I'm going you know, everyone's going through stuff because of COVID but if we don't count COVID I feel like so far so good yeah <laughs> complain. yeah yeah I love that I love that it sounds I don't know it, it's it, it's I very think, cliche yeah. I know but no no <laughs> but it's okay yeah that's Plus, you gotta you, you gotta find especially in this pepperoni pizza you gotta find oh. what makes you happy. And, yeah. um, I think this last year has made people realize what's really important. Oh, yeah. I have had, I, I do a lot of gratitude checks. Like I practice gratitude. I try to be as gracious as possible. I try yeah. to be a good person. I don't set resolutions. I set intentions. And mm -hmm. every year I try to just continue to be a good person. And, yeah. and I think that I am a good person. I, I know. And that makes me feel successful. I know I'm a really great wife to my husband. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm handling the dang thing with him gone right now. And, and he's, and, you know, he's stressed out, but he's mm -hmm. almost home and it will be, be very exciting. But 
I also think too, like conventionally on paper, it makes sense. We own a home in San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, we are, we're married. We've been married for four years in October. Okay. Um, we have a dog. The dog is cute, successful, you know, <laughs> and then, but on paper, if you look at my career, it might look like a little bit, a little bit shocking. <laughs> it's it's going to look like, it's like, it's going to look like my brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, very squirrel-like sometimes yeah. with being the ADHD. I didn't even know I had it. And then uh, TikTok kind of clued me in on it. I had a guest on my podcast, my friend Lindsay, because at first I was begging all of my friends to be on my mm -hmm. podcast. And then now I don't. Instead, I just ask people. And then if they say, eh, probably not, then I go, okay. And then I just don't worry about yeah. it. Um, yeah. It's easier that way. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to chase you, buddy. Like, yeah. not, I don't have time. Um, yeah. I really, I truly don't. <laughs> and um so I my husband has it and my friends all have it and they honest to god all of them thought I knew mm -hmm. that I had it and I didn't just have it like I I discovered in in the pandemic when it ended and I was trying to start this podcast and I was trying to get stuff done. I was looking for jobs because we didn't know how long it was going to be and how long it was going to take. And yeah. here we are in March of a whole year later. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, and my husband comes home and I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I'm just sobbing. And he's like, what's going on? I, I was like, I had a to-do list and I can't even do the first thing on the to-do list. And I'm, and he's like, okay, um, I'll be right back. He goes and he prints out a, a, a test from the internet mm -hmm. and he's like, take this test. And then he counted it up and I scored a 60. And I was like, oh, is that good? And he was <laughs> like, no, like that's off the charts, like high oh. as 30. So I found a doctor and I went and talked to her. I started therapy mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful that I know this about me now. So I can just recognize when I'm yeah. kind of things. And the thing is people don't notice it. They don't recognize it, but it makes so much sense because I'm like, okay, like I had a hard time doing like math and I had a hard time like with homework and tests mm -hmm. and it was just yeah. so much harder for me. And I was, and I'm like ADHD kids are typically squirrely and mm -hmm. typically very loud and expressive because they can't process their thoughts. Like it's like, blah. and yeah. my parents <laughs> were told to medicate me, like go get go get treated and medicated and they never mm -hmm. did it. And then in college, oh. my parents didn't want me to fill my script. And so I, I did get diagnosed in college as well. And I forgot about that. And, and now, and now I have that diagnosis and, and I'm, I'm such a, I, I used to be such a strong advocate for therapy, mm -hmm. but I myself wasn't taking it. And um, yeah. I've done a lot of mental health work in the last year. And so for me, like to go back to success, it's like, I feel so much more successful because I am not the same person that walked into 2020. Mm, yeah. You, you, you worked on yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you do any self-care kind of stuff? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I always have to <laughs> rewind in my head how it went. Cause I, I still can't get over it. It's been a year already. Mm -hmm. Um, cause the beginning, okay. This is going to be a little dramatic. I went through a really rough March, 2020. Cause, um, because I worked in the travel industry mm -hmm. and when they announced the the pandemic uh, a lot of our clients that were in other countries were contacting us so we got to change our ticket bring us back home now and there were people stuck in India Africa and so we were dealing with that but at the same time on March 13th I get a phone call from my brother saying that my dad fell in his apartment and was rushed to the hospital because my dad mm -hmm. had he had cancer at the time yeah and I was like oh shit and then I was stressed about that. Then I had to stress about work. And then I don't know what time I left work that day. It was one of those crazy days where I was there till nighttime. My work, my, uh, sorry, my boss had to order food because we had to eat dinner at work because there's no way we we're going home. And then I tried to figure out how to visit my dad. But because of COVID, they said, oh, it's only one person at a time. So me and my brothers had to figure out, okay, when are we going to visit him, et cetera. And then he ended up passing away at the end of March, um, March 24th. And so, I don't know. So March, so March, April, May, I would basically just sit at home and stare out the window. <laughs> and, oh, no. and then I would just scroll on TikTok. I was on TikTok for a while since 2019, but I wasn't an active poster on, on TikTok. I would never post anything really. And then, uh, I don't know, one day I just decided to, you know, oh, you know what, I'm going to have a shower and take a shower. I'll put some makeup on. I haven't had makeup on my face in months. And I did one of those little like transition videos and I did some like 1980s 
music video inspired thing. And then this guy, Patrice Lavoie, he commented on my video saying, oh my God, who are you? You're my most favorite person. I was like, oh my God, this guy, I've seen this guy in my, in my feed a lot, you know? And he just came out of nowhere and then we just became friends. And then he, I don't know, he brought me out of this dark place and encouraged me to start making videos. And we did collab videos and duets and we eventually met in the summertime. Yeah. And we just hung out and I saw him last weekend and uh, yeah, we became awesome friends. And now I'm, I don't know, it's like he exposed me to this TikTok world and all his TikTok friends. And, and now, uh, I don't know, I feel like it made everything so much better. It sounds stupid, yeah. but it, it's, it's not stupid at all. It, it, the comfort we took in this last pandemic or what wow it's still a pandemic in the last yeah. year the comfort <laughs> from things we found because um and I'm so sorry about your dad and I oh, you okay. shared Thank that with you. me and and I'll definitely be sending some good vibes because it's really hard when the anniversary of a date mm -hmm. comes by and I'm like ah because right now I'm I'm in PTSD mode from like the memories I'm being yeah. on Facebook where I'm like yes. I was so you didn't know anything you're so dumb so I got laid off. My husband was gone. Um, and my husband was underway. He was getting, he was doing workups, getting ready to deploy. And they were gone. They weren't letting them come home. He, uh, I got laid off and my boss was gracious enough to pay me through the end of the month. Um, and then I got on unemployment starting in April. And I just kind of like you, I grieved it. I just mm -hmm. sat there. And I remember I went to a job interview right before this, the stuff, uh, the stuff shut down. It was March 14th. I got, uh, I, I, or no, it was like, it was, it was actually, I think it might've been like this day of last year. I went to this, um, because they, they, they told restaurants they needed to shut and mm -hmm. take out only. And that was on the 15th. And then the 16th, I had this interview and I was at a place in Bankers Hill, San Diego, which is like kind of adjacent to downtown. And I, remember they wouldn't shake my hand and we weren't wearing masks and stuff mm. um, but it, it, they interviewed me and then of course they were like oh it's a pandemic I think we're gonna put a kibosh on hiring and so that was kind of a bummer and then I get home and my husband's like emails me and he's like um, yeah we're not coming back like <laughs> that's not um. happening and so I'm I, I'm a, I used to fill my days. I would go out all the time. I would be out and about you. I would be, you know, at every single bar with my friends out in the Hillcrest, which is a, the neighborhood. Okay. Um, I'm a huge, <laughs> huge ally. So, so I will just say that. And, um, and I, you know, it's funny. My friend described me the other day as a gay man in a woman's body. So uh, <laughs> it was just hundred percent true. And I was very, very honored that he said that about me. Mm. So <laughs> So, you know, it was a weird world, right? And so I get, I get yeah. laid off. I'm losing friendships. I don't, I can't trust anyone. I'm not supposed to go anywhere. Someone tried to break into my house at one point. My <gasps> dog, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was like, cause the world was ending and it was weird. And yeah. I oh, was just yeah. alone for a, like two months by myself. My husband came back, but then he got recalled back to the ship. And similar to you, the only thing that was getting me through was like scrolling and content and mm -hmm podcasting and, um, you know, working on my mental health and thank goodness I started therapy, but it's mm -hmm. been a crazy, crazy year. Um, yeah. and everyone has a different kind of, where were you? How did it start stories? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I think, I think TikTok came into everyone's lives in, in the right time. Um, but I'm confused why, I mean, are, I, do we think Instagram's going to buy TikTok? I don't know. Because like the, I the, hope not. The, real, the reels on Instagram are like weird. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm not a fan. They're not fun and they're they're no. not interactive. It's really hard. No. It took me a long time to figure out TikTok. I'm gonna be honest. It took me a long time to figure out TikTok. <laughs> a split? What was that? I couldn't figure it out. I remember I did make my first TikTok around this time last year mm -hmm. and I couldn't figure out how the kids were doing it. Didn't know that you could do a timer. And I was oh, trying yeah, to yeah. do, yeah, I was trying to do like uh, the, the, the Bella's one where it's like, I've got a new life. So I don't know. Try to do that. And, um, then the, and a kid, a child graciously sent me a message and said, this is how you do, do a timer. Oh, that's so cute. And I was like, I'm 84 years old, <laughs> but now but yeah, I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that timer is your best friend. I tell you, sometimes people message me and they say, well, how do you film something without uh, pressing the button and running away? And we don't see you. I'm like, oh, there's a, you know, a timer. 
Oh, I'd have to see your drafts. I'm sure they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually made some tutorials for people. I made this one That's friend. Smart. I have this one friend. He, I don't know. He really likes my videos and, and he, we chat every now and then. And we have a lot of things in common. He's, he's much older than me, but whatever. We're like BFFs on TikTok. It's so hilarious. And every now and then he'll ask me, well, how do you do this? And I say, wait, I'll make you a tutorial <laughs> and I'll make him a whole six minute tutorial. That's great. I, yeah. well, I love that. You got to look out for your friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also like, I, I'll Google it and there's always a YouTube, but usually it's like someone from Russia and they're like very uh, thick accent and I can't understand them. And I'm like, okay, but like, I just want to know how people can get two songs in one video, like how they yeah. do that. I finally, I have a hack. I figured out that if you upload a video, ooh, TikTok, don't take this function away, please. If you upload a video <laughs> privately of whatever sound you want, and then you just save it after a week or so, you can use that sound in your own oh. video and then you own the sound. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I saved Kitty Girl to my phone and I'm oh. really scared that someone's going to serve me a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, it's, it's crazy because you learn like things all the time, like different yeah. things every day and, and, and stuff. And overall, I, I you know, I, I wake up intending to make content and then I just mm -hmm. scroll for hours. So. I know. Terrible. I'll, I'll open it seeing, okay, is there like this crazy trend happening that I need to do? And I'll just scroll and scroll and scroll. Ha ha ha. That's funny. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's cute. Ha ha. And then two hours later, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't it, do right. Or like you save the sound and then, yeah. you, and then you're like, I'm going to use it later. And then you try to find it and you can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Never and, had. And, yeah. And then you have to like, then I, then I'll go to Google. I'll go to the Googler and I, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. So talking about TikTok, um, uh, some of your favorite accounts who are they oh god um well my favorite favorite um is it lily hayes she's this, yeah she's great oh, you know her <laughs> no well, i don't know her personally okay. but i think no, she's no, funny because I mean, <laughs> you know, like, the way she gets so angry so fast oh my god it kills me because my parents were like that my mom my parents would fight all the time okay they're immigrant parents portuguese and they would fight all the time and sometimes my dad would say something like just a regular thing. And then she would pause and give him that death stare. And there's that, you know, moment of silence and she'll just explode the way Lily does in her videos. That's so funny. And the way, uh, she, the way she mispronounces things, just like my dad, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like her. Um, Duff the Unicorn right now, she works at Walmart. She's, uh, she's like Miss Frizzle, like cute, adorable with like the earrings. She's very positive. She's very friendly. Um, and I just, I find her content very soothing. Um, did I tell you that the damn Daniel kid, that meme guy, like damn Daniel from like forever ago is now a drag queen. Oh, for real? On TikTok. Uh-huh. Uh, really? So if you scroll back in my videos and you go to, there's one where I'm duetting it and she's a drag queen. She's like, let's duet the hamster dance, which... <laughs> I made my, my, I made my dog like sing. Cause he, he'll do that if he hears something. Oh my God. But yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. There's certain accounts I really like, but there's this one yeah. currently what's making me laugh and kind of also I'm a little low key jealous is the, uh, the guy Fieri couple where, oh. where <laughs> they blew up immediately. Meanwhile, I have been posting guy Fieri. I'm always two seconds from getting into guy Fieri cosplay. Mm. I love it. It's funny to me. And I, I like my friends are like, oh, Bianca, like this trend's going on. We know she's, we know what's coming. Yeah. So like the other day I reviewed his food. Um, yeah, I saw that one. Right, right. <laughs> and then I FaceTimed my, my, my friend Shelby. She's like, oh, she, your ears must have been burning. So I FaceTimed her as guy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I don't know. I just, I like to do things that make me laugh and it doesn't seem to translate on TikTok, but I'm not going to be upset about it because yeah. what, someone's advice to me was, and to my listeners, if you continue to make content, eventually something sticks and yeah. it doesn't really matter. And, and as long as you're being positive on there, I think it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, totally. I feel we've addressed the elephant in the room. So we'll say sashay away. <laughs> um, so what is one or a few things you're fanatical about and why? Um, currently, I am still fanatical about Squishmallows, but not so much that I'm going to buy another one. I have a tiny baby one that I'm giving to my friend's kids because I, like, I don't need it. Is that the little octopus toy? 
What? No, I think those are wait. different. But wait, what's, a, what's a squish? Wait, though? oh, you're not. Wait, you're not. Part, you're not in part of this TikTok. Oh no, wait, you're, this is a new part of your. Okay, um, a squishmallow. Hold they on, are very soft, very squishy. Okay. Yeah, I've seen these before. And people collect them like beanie babies. Oh, it's the new beanie baby. Okay. Yes, I picked <laughs> I picked my lion up at Costco because my lovely friend B uh, is the manager there. And I said, which squishmallows do you have? Because I was like, Ooh. everyone's talking about squishmallows. And um, and I ended up going to purchase her. And my most viral video, I've, I think it might be one of my most viral videos on TikTok, <laughs> where I have two squishmallows in the cart because my friend wanted one. And there's mm -hmm. clanking wine bottles because I'm at Costco. Mm -hmm. and then I have the squishmallow in my passenger seat and I'm like I think I could get in the HOV lane like <laughs> with it you know because <laughs> I've got like a second passenger so um and that blew up and then of course I got gained followers from that and then oh. um I have a giant it's like a 24 inch lion my husband is not happy about it um <laughs> but he's not here and so oh well <laughs> deal with it and bet. it's yep. so comfortable like i will lay on it it's they're also heavy but it was, i i can lay on it and i can melt it's like a cloud oh my god Oft, it's 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 a rainbow lion Ooh. and i'm here like you're gonna need one now they I have my, um does canada have five below i've never heard of that okay maybe that? that's like a florida chain okay. um they're at they're at walgreens they're at walgreens costco sometimes um sometimes you can score really big and get the baby yoda one at costco oh. um there's uh, they're at tarjay wall oh, we don't have we don't have tarjay no more that didn't last what they're, really you had tarjay and they got rid of it yeah it was a new thing because they replaced zellers which was a mm. canadian kind of like a canadian walmart but it didn't work out so it was a huge uh a huge failure but we have walmart i haven't been to walmart in years though but let's yeah we have about yeah <laughs> let's talk about target though in america you've seen these tiktoks where people are just obsessed oh yeah with target right oh right? Yeah, yeah 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 of course so i i used to love going into target target tells you what you want mm -hmm. why it's not the other way around and so i in this pandemic have not been going into stores if it can't get delivered to me or pick mm -hmm. up ordered i don't want it targets technology is freakishly advanced like it like really like i live maybe a mile away a mile and a half away so i'll i'll tell target what i want and target mm -hmm. says your order is ready for pickup and i'll say okay and i said i'm coming in the blue mazda and then by the time i get there she's out with the cart with my shit really and puts it in there and then like just i have to, I have to verify a code and then she says goodbye and it's it's bourdain's favorite day of the week is when i do Aww. my when i do my target beverageino run Ooh. it's his favorite thing um and occasionally I, i'll throw in like batteries or something to it but mostly oh, yeah. i'm just picking up a truly <laughs> truly case because i'm weird but um <laughs> I, I don't really, and then Walmart, on the other hand, like their technology is not the greatest, but um, oh, God, yeah, <laughs> I won't, I won't go in there in general because the one that it, we have gives me complete anxiety. Oh yeah. Um, and then I, other things that have really surprised me in the pandemic is Home Depot because like Scott and I was Scott and I live in Lemon Grove and we have a Home Depot and they could do pickup, you could do a pickup order there. Okay. Um, Walgreens pissed me off because um, I had a UTI and I needed, um, all I needed was the Azo. And mm -hmm. instead of calling me and like, or letting me know that the item wasn't in stock, I fully got all the way home and then realized that they had just given me the cranberry pills. So then I had to make oh. a Target run because I guess everyone had UTIs, hadn't had a UTI in forever. And, um, and it was awful. And I finally had to call a doctor cause I was like, oh, this is really oh. bad and um man what the hell? yeah well i mean like and they're not fun and it was all from like my own mistake and like mm. i it like just just i working out probably didn't help the situation so oh. so it was gross and you everyone everyone make sure you have cranberry pills and azo <laughs> on hand because apparently in lemon grove it's not in stock um and i i had to go get picked up again so i i do love target i think i, I do love going inside target but in, tar mm -hmm. in terms of technology I'm really, if I, I'm really glad that um, Amazon Fresh exists. Do you have that up there? Uh, well, we have Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, so. uh, but not Fresh. Uh, I think they're working on it or they're testing it somewhere else first. But no, Amazon, I mean, I could order something there and I get it the next day or I get it on a Sunday even, so. 
Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, great. in general, Amazon's freakishly good. Yeah. yeah. But they just took away my option to return something to Kohl's. And uh. also I'm really bummed out about that because it was so close to my house and I could do the Target Vergino run and mm. the and the Amazon return at the same time. <laughs> Uh, and it really killed those two birds with one stone moment, you know, but hmm. whatever, whatever. Yeah. I digress. Okay. <laughs> what are you fanatical about? I love your answer. I have so much to say. <laughs> I think everyone knows this. Uh, I don't know. I'm just obsessed with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> like, I don't even watch his movies. I just care about, oh, what's he wearing today? Or is he showing up on some talk show or someone's Instagram post. I don't know. Like if, if I see him anywhere, I'll have to sit down and be like, okay, let's observe. Okay. Yeah. Let's analyze this. Okay. The glasses, the socks, the hair. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, <laughs> I have this obsession with older fashionable gentlemen. I don't know. Guys with the silver or gray hair, glasses, quirky fashion, a nice smile. Yeah. I don't know. It's, just... it's it. That's okay. My my um my really good friend Allison. She is obsessed with Jeff Goldblum, and I <laughs> I understand it. I mean, he, that man doesn't age. He yeah. is like the Paul Rudd of silver foxes. Mm -hmm. He does not age, and he's a little kooky and weird, which I'm here for. And the way yes. he talks reminds me of Aiden Zane, which is a drag. <laughs> oh queen. yes, yeah, of course. Wow. <laughs> like I'm like I can't. Oh. But um. I understand that. And I have a friend, I think, that just met him not too long ago at a <gasps> Comic-Con a couple of years oh ago. Oh my God. And, and she had a photo with him. And oh I was God. like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. I, I, my problem is that like, I'm permanently a teenage girl. And when I get like, well, I'm not, I'm, but, but, but in my heart <laughs> of hearts, I'm like, I will, um, I will go crazy over like boy bands and anything from the nineties and Disney and mm -hmm. all of that campy, cool stuff. And yeah. I just, I don't know, Jeff Goldblum. I never really got into it because I wasn't super into Jurassic Park, but I do understand. Yeah. I mean, he's a handsome man. Yeah. I wasn't a crazy Jurassic Park fan either, but I only, I don't know. I only got into him when I started noticing his, his white gray hair. I was like, Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Because younger Jeff Goldblum, yeah, he was okay. But I mean, current yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum, oh, oh dear. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then I, had, I need to cool I, off. <laughs> yeah, I had a crush on Powerline. And then I, I finally, <laughs> my listeners by now, you'll know this because I've shared it to my Instagram. A million reality. times, yep. Uh, and I was like, this needs to yeet into the universe. Everyone needs to see this. Paris Akumi Max, she is a well-known, very, very well-known trans um, drag performer but also a beautiful trans woman um, who is the manager of Inside Out which is part of the Urban Moe's network in San Diego Urban Moe's is the authority on all things gay bar um, and they have a very very good community they're doing great things safe and socially distanced and I'm proud of how they're handling stuff I went to double I went to back-to-back -back drag shows which was too much for me <laughs> which I didn't like it was kind of like being at drag con again because I've oh. been to con um, but anyway, uh, Paris, uh, she's lovely and she doesn't, she rarely does drag anymore. Mm -hmm. And she came out and she had so many beautiful numbers. Um, she did, uh, some really beautiful stuff that like, you know, kind of showed her heritage and her culture and everything. Mm -hmm. And then she fucking came out as power line. <laughs> I would have freaked out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dead. She's only done it one other time. Oh, really? And my friend didn't record it on her phone. And my <gasps> friend was like slapping me, be with slapping. She's like, oh, pull, pull your phone out, pull your phone out. Like, okay, 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 okay. I was like, what's happening? And of course, like I've had like four RBVs, Red Bull Vodkas. So I'm like a little, and I also sat in the sun earlier. So I'm like a little bit like not with it. Yeah. We're also, it's also cold. So we're like trying to like warm up mm -hmm. and my quesadilla came. So I wasn't really like in the in the zone and I screamed and lost my voice for oh a day and it was it was everything and I wish you could have been there because you would have been oh. dead <laughs> oh yeah when I saw your little video I was like what the hell no way this is crazy and I just and then watched, the guitar it's so yeah, good. the guitar and I just watched the goofy movie a couple weekends mm -hmm. ago just out of the blue so when I saw that I was like what no way <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah you and you like drag and drag culture and stuff, oh yeah and like, yeah 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 what like um this season I, I just sent you that TikTok right before we started recording about mm. uh, about about the spoiler alert <laughs> which was just so funny um I UK drag has been a little hard for me to get into and I think you mentioned that you haven't been watching USA um, well, I've been watching yeah I've been watching both but um yeah go ahead so which queens are we thinking and also did Denali get done dirty I don't know I, I feel like when it's a team 
a challenge it's not their fault you know they didn't expect it to turn out that way <laughs> you know because yeah. when, when you're working on the other person you're thinking oh you look great this is going to be fabulous and then when you see them up against the others you're like oh crap yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I feel bad you know it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not, not their fault but no no and sucks. Yeah. I, just, I love Denali so when oh, I she's her, so good I saw her leave I was like oh no come on <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm you, it's, it should be no questions, you know, no question. I'm a hundred percent team Utica. I love her. Yeah. She's also a kind person. I purchased a cameo from her and she's a yeah. kind, kind, kind person. Um, because I love that kind of Minnesota like niceness. Cause I'm originally yeah. from there. Uh, even though I, I mostly identify from being from Colorado. Um, I do have an, an unpopular opinion. I'll save her. It's drag related. Okay. It's also, okay. um, just something I've been thinking about because, um, and we can, we can float into unpopular opinions. So uh, my unpopular opinion, I always say, as long as they don't hurt anyone, they're not, you know, homophobic, transphobic, or, or, or racist in any way, shape, or form, yeah, you yeah. can have it on my podcast. Um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say that I absolutely, um, I think that Gottmik is completely talented, and I'm very happy with the edit that she's getting. Yeah. But I don't want us to forget Peppermint and yes. other trans queens mm -hmm. that have paved the way and were done dirty by Rue. Yeah, absolutely. So as much as I think it's so amazing that Gottmik is female to male mm -hmm. and non-binary and mm -hmm. she's great, why is she continually winning challenges? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's such a big uh, ordeal, the whole drag yeah, race. Yeah, it's um, all fine. I mean, that's, it's just, and I've been, I've seen, I've seen some TikToks about it and-, and Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I mean, I I'm here for her doing well because she's breaking glass ceilings and making yeah. other little children that feel the way she feels totally seen. And this is a podcast about imposter syndrome. I've shared a lot of trans voices, and so I I, I of course am here for it. But I want to always remind my friends, like, don't forget about Gia Gunn. Like, don't forget yes. about these things. And so, I, and I have a lot of trans friends. So it's like, yeah, same. I just, um, and I love them so much because especially like when trans women um, from when, when um, men transition to female, mm -hmm. one of my favorite things for both of the transitional sides is they are like a 13 year old girl or a 13 year old boy being like, ah, oh, I get to do all the things I wanted to do now. Mm -hmm. And it's like very exciting for them. Yeah. And once they finally feel their own again, it's just, it's, it's beautiful to see someone like find themselves for yeah, the first time. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Anyway, um, what I'm is an unpopular <laughs> opinion you have or why? <laughs> hey, mine's not drag related, but <laughs> that's fine. Yours is funny though. Yeah. I'm reading every one of them and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I agree. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to get any hate for this, but I don't find babies cute at all. Like who, who the hell finds a baby cute? They're just I'm cute babies. They're Stop. just, what? Oh yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't know. I just find they're just these blobs <laughs> of nothing. And, and I keep seeing them in my Facebook feed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to unfollow this person because they're posting too many baby pictures. You know, I just can't handle it. And it's always when I'm eating and I'm like, I don't want to see that when I'm eating. Like, no, thanks. You know, <laughs> if it's baby, baby animal. Okay. Yeah. Show me a baby alpaca or a sloth mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. or an otter, <laughs> but a human baby. Oh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm, and I'm, and I'm someone that doesn't want children and I appreciate kids. Um, and I might, my, my infant nephew is, he's super cute, super cute mm -hmm. kid. He's got like a round face. He looks just like my husband, which is freaky. And like the baby stares into my mm -hmm. soul, which is also <laughs> another thing, but it's not that I, I, I'm very maternal and it's, it's not that, you know, another unpopular opinion is that women should be allowed to have kids or not have kids. Stop asking yeah. us. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, but I don't spend a whole lot of time around like a ton of babies and my friend mm -hmm. is currently pregnant and um, she's like, oh man, like what are my babies ugly? And I was like, I don't know. I think you're, <laughs> you're, you two are pretty cute. I think it'd be a cute baby. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, uh, I have to unfollow people as well because I'll, if, I'll, if my feed suddenly becomes baby central, like <laughs> I, cause a lot of, a lot of military spouses I know and people oh, I know have had yes. babies, mm -hmm. um, recently and it's cute. And then it's not cute anymore <laughs> after I've seen 45 of your newborn shoes yeah, and carrying yeah. one picture a day, because it's kind of like <sighs> once you're becoming a mom and, and, and then everyone relates to you in that way. And 
I like to share everything because I, I got a puppy last year. So I like to mm-hmm. share, I would share a daily Bourdain and he was like this little small bean and he was yeah. doing things. And now, and now I don't do it as much anymore because he's just part of my life and he's in, he, mm. he likes to be part of things. And, and it's like, it was actually like very therapeutic for people. Like they were like, oh my God, where's my daily boarding content? You know, and this was on Facebook, of course. And so, oh, yeah. so I, I kind of stopped sharing it after he got neutered. I stopped mm-hmm. sharing it. Cause I was like, no one, I, I don't have time to keep up with this. No yeah. one cares. If you want to see my dog FaceTime me, like it's fine. It's all um, the work. Now your other fun- your other one's pretty funny too. Um, and I got to agree with you. My mom made me eat it my entire life. And mm-mm. yeah, not a fan of uh, pasta. I just, I can't stand it. Well, spaghetti specifically. I can't stand it. Like I, I just can't. And um, cause growing up, my brother was a, a big picky eater. So my mom would always make something different for him. And she would always make spaghetti for him. And sometimes, I don't know, if she had nothing else, she would give me that too. And I'd be like, what, what is this? It tastes like crap. Like, this, <laughs> this is like the most bland thing ever. And then late, and I, you know, I wouldn't eat it often, but then later on I was dating my, I mean, my husband were dating. I remember going over to his place and his parents were like, oh, we're having spaghetti. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I haven't had that in a long time. And I would eat it. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I take two bites and I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know? Yeah. 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 There's this thing and there's this thing. And, um, and I, I totally agree with you because I was force fed it as a kid and my mom, (laughs) her favorite spice is parsley, of course, um, Sandy, love you. But, um, and so like, the, the pasta I was here for was Kraft macaroni and shapes. Oh yeah. Like, like that's not pasta. That's mwah, chef's kiss. Of course. I'm here for the rigatoni my husband makes. It's my comfort food. Like whenever he comes back, we make a big thing of ziti. ziti. And that's delicious because it's melty cheesy plus, you oh. know, like the red sauce and the, I use a porcini sauce and it's good. So, um, and with sausage and mushroom and onion and all that, it's really good. Mm-hmm. That I'm here for. If I'm craving comfort or I miss him, I want that. Um, but I bought spaghetti and meatballs and I couldn't think of a thing that I would ever, I don't know what possessed me to do so because I don't like it. <laughs> you will never see me go and order pasta oh, at a no. restaurant. Hell no, and my hell husband no. lived in Italy for a while because what a privileged life being stationed there. Mm-hmm. And so he, he loves pasta. And, well, yeah. um, Real yeah. Italian pasta is different. You know, it's good. It's yeah. made with good, good ingredients, but regular basic Pasta. Oh God. No. If, if no. And then, yeah. And then I make too much. I make more pasta than a one person should have. Yeah. And then I have to measure it. Right. And then I, so I made the whole box and then I'm like, well, now I have to eat it. And then I just, of course, like my being on um, ADHD medication, eating for me is very hard and Mm -hmm. in general, which I wish that was not the problem or the case. Um, but if I, if it doesn't sound good to you, like, and I just like, I'll open my like proofing drawer or my, my, um, my, my freezer drawer. I'll like open it. Mm. I'll see that there's garlic bread. And I was like, I want the garlic bread. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. but then I would have to make spaghetti. Exactly. I was like, mm. <laughs> I just like shut it. And I, I think I bought it because like my friends wanted to do like spaghetti and meatball night, which I was cool with. But then every weekend I just, keep making these beef things mm-hmm. and so they're like well you know we'll do spaghetti next weekend so I have a feeling that I'm going to be donating this, this spaghetti to someone because I just <laughs> I'm never going to want to cook it there's no there's not a reason so I 100% yeah. agree with you so final question mm-hmm. what's currently making you happy in the world and again thank you so much for being on my podcast as we're wrapping it down sorry if I sounded like crazy or kooky and off the wall my meds kicked in exactly after I got out of the shower. So oh, no, no. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I guess, um, I don't know. I, I guess what's making me happy is seeing, um, even though we're going, we're all going through this horrible thing, this whole pandemic crap, I feel like it's making everyone realize um, what's more important in life than just working. You know, everyone's tapping into this creative side, whether it's cooking, baking, or working out or doing, uh, I don't know, dance lessons from home. And I don't know, I feel like people are, are starting to realize um, what's important and appreciating things and being more grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And well, for me anyway, I feel like I'm, I've always been pretty grateful about, you know, what I have and everything, but this has really made me feel like, wow, some people have it way worse than me. And 
So I'm super grateful for, for what I have and what I can do. I have access to internet. I have access to music. And yeah, I just feel like um, this whole thing is really putting everyone, everything into perspective for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And um, I'm, I'm glad that there's um, so much positive content. And um, if, if you're, you know, I, I've said this many times in my podcast, but if you're not coming out of this better than you went into it, then like, you're not my people for sure. <laughs> and I think that anything we can do to help our community, whether, you know, it's being a loud voice for them or a shoulder to cry on or making a tutorial mm-hmm. for your friend, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the ways we're helping each other, I hope that that doesn't leave. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm glad that this kind of thing, cause I would have, I would have never met you, you know, like that's yeah. the cool part. You can look, you can look at this negatively. You can look at it as like a woe is me. And that's like, that's fine. Feel your yeah feelings get you know dust yourself off and let's keep going and yeah so I, I I found it just very like therapeutic to be able to have these conversations with everyone and talk to them and um one because there's been many times in the last year that I've been completely in solitude mm-hmm. um and uh it, it, it got a little dark and a little scary and, and I do yeah. all these things with community where I play caption that live um which is like the captions thing i play miss richfield's bingo every monday now and i also um and then i also usually i'll back i would watch bachelor on zoom with my friend ran <laughs> and then on sundays i play bingo with charlie hides and it's awesome honestly incredible have you played it or did i no uh i i think i asked you when it was, or I think I asked you for the link, but I don't know. I'll, I'll oh, ask for it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, uh, buy a ticket. It's dragqueen.bingo. Um, and then okay. I, I don't know what. What's your time zone? What What time uh, is it currently for you? Right now it's uh 5:08 p.m. So I'm in okay. New, York, New York time zone. So it would be 8 p.m. your time. Okay. And it lasts about an hour and a half. So um, I can send you more info. I only have three tickets this week. Normally I have like 75 tickets, a million tickets, <laughs> too many tickets. It's all too good. many tickets, but um, but it's so much fun with with Charlie Hyde's. And I mean, you're gonna like once you do it the first time, you're gonna be like, I can't believe I it took me a year to find this. It's mm-hmm. just it's, it's that much fun. Um, but cool. D, thank you so much. Like this oh. was really great. And I'm like, oh, a new bestie in Canada. Yeah. Um. So I'll have to come visit you, and you'll show me your favorite poutine place because I love poutine. Oh. <laughs> um, There's so many. <laughs> so many, and I uh, gravy cheese curds, French fry. Mm-hmm, can't, sign me can't up. Go- can't go wrong. Can't yeah. go wrong with that. Yeah, oh, so- and, and you'll have to come to the drag bars here because they're freaking amazing. I bet they are because I watched Canada Drag Race and it was really, really lovely. Um, and I, I, I feel for it. Plus, like, I don't know. I just, Canada, I've always been extremely interested in it. And um, and I've always wanted to go. I just haven't had an opportunity. Yeah. Um, And uh, I will one day because I just think I think the Canadian, the Canada, like the cult, the countryside and all of that, like you just, it's gorgeous. It's like lush and typically gorgeous. And um, I'm excited. And so I'm, that's why I'm glad we're connecting. We're, we're trying, you know, we're crossing the the transatlantic vibes. It's great. But um, I always let people promote whatever they'd like. So take it away. Um, Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not an entrepreneur or anything. I don't have anything to sell. I'm just, <laughs> I just, just follow me on TikTok. It's uh, pineapple underscore D. So D E E. So pineapple underscore D E E. That's me. Find me there. I've made so many amazing friends on there from different parts of the world. It's unbelievable. I can't get over it. So grateful. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much of for having course. me. Of course, of course, of course. And I kind of begged you, but I'm glad you did it. I'm, <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is going to be great. My listeners are going to be excited. Follow her at pineapple underscore D on TikTok or on Instagram. All of that's going to be in the description again. Thank you so much. This is, please don't kick me out. The podcast about imposter syndrome. You're hearing me go on my spiel here. Yes, I'm wrapping it up. Uh, right. If you like my podcast, please rate me a five on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend, email me pdkmopodcast at gmail.com to be a guest. And finally, please don't kick me out.com for any other web inquiries. Thank you again, Dee. I really Thank appreciate you. it. And I am going to go watch your TikToks. Oh, Bye. Awesome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.